But in between, you also have what is not commonly known by most people is energy tribunal. So if you have a case, you can take it to the tribunal. As majorly an engineering field, the power sector is mostly full of jargon and numerous myths that can sometimes be challenging to non-energy professionals seeking to understand the industry. The Power Dialogue speaks to a seasoned power expert to demystify some jargon we often come about in everyday parlance and news about the sector. Karibu sana, Dr. Mativo, to the Power Dialogue podcast. It's a pleasure speaking to you today. Karibu. Thank you. I have a question that I usually throw at every podcast guest for this. I would just like to know if there's a moment in your life that access to power or rather lack of access to power affected the quality of your life and if that has since changed. Definitely having grown up or moved from area to area. I think the funniest is always when you wake up in the morning, the shirts are not ironed. So you have to make sure that you keep your coat the whole day because you don't remove it. Other people know that at least you miss the electricity. Definitely go to a point where you either ensure that to iron on Sundays because you don't be sure of the other days. I can comment at least has happened, at least where I stay. More or less, at least 99.9% of the time, I can always risk to iron in the morning. To me, there's definitely great improvement on that. A long time ago, we used to only have Kenya Power, which was responsible for everything from generation to transmission, distribution. And even at that time, we did not have a regulator. So Kenya Power was virtually doing everything. It was Baba and Mama for mm-hmm. electricity. Around uh, 1987, an act uh, was done, which separated generation, which was unbundled from transmission and distribution. In the mid-90s, the country decided to unbundle electricity from Kenya Power. And at the same time, it did a number of things. One, it also allowed the private sector to come on board. In the 90s, we used to go through a time of serious, serious blackouts, if people can remember. If they think these were blackouts, those ones were very, very bad. So that's the time now Kenjin was formed. And although Kenjin had existed, but at least it was unbundled from Kenya Power, uh, but also uh, independent power producers came on board to, to come and supplement the production of power. And also the regulator was also brought on board to ensure that uh, somebody is regulating the field. So that was what happened in the mid-90s. When it came 10 years later, around 2006, 2007, the act was changed and uh, the government created Ketraco to be responsible for transmission and GDC to assist in production of steam. It was struck the steam production in geothermal fields. And the regulator was renamed, but it still kept its powers. This allowed Kenya Power to focus more in terms of distribution. Fast forward, we come to 2019. We have a new Energy Act. Again, improvements have happened. It allows a number of things. Apart from the regulator changing to EPRA, Energy and Petroleum Regulation Authority, to handle both the energy and this petroleum, and supporting the two ministries, they also changed the planning. So now we have an integrated national energy planning. So it's not just the national government, but also taking into consideration the new constitution so that we work together with the county governments. The new act allowed what we call the willing tariff for distribution and uh, transmission, therefore allowed also generators to sell power to large power consumers. Looking forward to a time when you also have somebody will be responsible for outside Kenya power to ensure that the dispatch is being done according to the best interest of the country. So now this act created quite a number, or at least a number of bodies, and have now ended up in the sector. So the Ministry of Energy 
remains and they are responsible for policy direction. So all policy direction is Vinsuveni that gives that. EPRA, they're responsible for all regulation, the system, so even giving licenses. But in between, you also have what is not commonly known by most people is energy tribunal. So if you have a case, you can take it to the tribunal. If you have an appeal, you can still take it to them. So those are the players that are there. So with EPRA regulating everything from generators to transmission to distribution all the way to retrain. So as I said earlier, you have Kengen. When it comes to generation, you have independent power producers. We are still importing some power or exporting power to our neighboring countries. So that's on board. GDC came to fast track the production of uh, geothermal fuel. Then Nupair has always been there to assist the country plan strategically for one day when we need to have nuclear in our grid. Uh, Ketrak was formed just slightly more than 10 years old to fast track the implementation of transmission infrastructure. The government felt that uh, in the 90s, there was more emphasis in terms of getting more generators. So you have so many IPPs, that's why we have almost 3,000 megawatts, but they also realized that there was constraints in the transmission lines that are not allowing power to flow from end to end. So Kedrak was formed to fast track that. KPLC still have transmission lines, but they also running the distributor. They're the ones who discuss directly with the retailers. Then Perek, Rolification, uh, was there to ensure that uh, we can also fast track the connection of customers, especially in areas in quotes, not seen as economic values by Kenya Power. So those are the various players that we have in the energy sector. All of us are aware of the presidential task force. They also given recommendations on some changes. So briefly, those are the players in electricity subsector. Mm-hmm. You've also mentioned something interesting about the Energy Act 2019. And this is something that I have seen being reported over and over again about the leeway that it gives energy generators the opportunity to sell to large power consumers. But we haven't seen this kickoff yet. I know there are talks of the same. So when exactly do we expect to see realization of that aspect of the Energy Act 2019? Currently, there's a team that is uh, preparing the regulations because what we have is in the Act, but the Act has to have regulations which will actually explain the implementation of the Act. Currently, quite a number of people want to have captive power. Captive power is when companies create their own power plants to supply themselves power, because that's also an added expenses. One way to support them is definitely to allow them to will. So there's going to be a way in terms of, if I'm in Nairobi, I buy electricity from my old carrier, I'll be able to get an agreement with Kenjin how much I pay them for electricity. Then I have to pay Ketrako for the use of their transmission line, which will have a standard fee on a willing tariff. There's also a willing tariff for distribution. Uh, theoretically, that I can actually use the Kenya power system and only pay for, the, for distribution to my house. But we still have quite a number of things to put in place before we get into the actual implementation. But my point is that the Act clearly allows for that, and it's just a matter of time. That's the direction as a country we're headed. Uh, Dr. you have mentioned the Energy Tribunal as one of the agencies under the electricity sector. So when exactly does someone go to the energy tribunal and when exactly do they go to court? Is there a separation of the functions of the court and the, the energy tribunal? The electricity tribunal, remember that the person who's head is also a judge with technical people supporting him. So there are cases where the dispute especially is just purely areas that affect on the energy sector. You can get the hearing from uh, the tribunal, maybe somebody wants to put up a power plant and they feel aggrieved by a decision made by the regulator. 
they have the option of going to court, but it's easier to go to the tribunal and uh, put up your matter because it's the same level, like a high court. Your system, something has burnt your, your maybe you came back, you found your motor or TV is burnt, and the insurance is refusing to pay you. You can actually take them to the tribunal and they hear your case. So there are various things that you don't have to go to court. Uh, you can actually get them heard at the tribunal. So there are disputes that are easily handled by them. Thank you for that. There's been this debate of whether we need uh, all these agencies. I know you have mentioned from way back from 1987, they are all lumped up together. And uh, there's been uh, sentiments that some are performing better than others. Maybe we should match them. What would be the situation for us if we do that? And do we need all of them? In your opinion, can we do away with some? When Ketrak was formed about 12 years ago, Kenya had only 3,400 kilometers of transmission lines. And these are lines that I'm counting all the way from 1954, when the colonial government did a line from Jinja. You have to go all the way to 2006, 2004 to 6, when the line from Olkaria was done to Nairobi North. Then you have to go all the way to 1984, when the line from Takwal was done. So you see you're finishing 20, 30 years with absolutely no investment in uh, transmission. Currently, we are fast-tracked that and by the end of this financial year we'll have moved from the 3,400 we got to 8,000 by another 5,000 kilometers of lines so you can actually see the efficiency having a smaller team being able to do a lot because from morning to evening Monday to Friday January to December I only think about one thing called transmission lines <laughs> so if you look at the success stories for example like places like Garissa, Lamu that were dependent on uh, those diesel generators uh, by doing transmission lines, we displace them, save this country a billion per year, and we used to pay all of us under fuel levy. So we have quite a number of things. Did the line to Kisumu. We were able to fast-track the whole process. Maybe if it had remained with Kenya Power, it could have taken longer. I believe if a generation had been left with Kenya Power, we could not have been 3,000 megawatts because that has brought the effort of Kenya and also focusing on generation, plus IPPs to bring us where we are. There's a lot that has been happening because we got the whole sector unbundled. You have seen even a country as good as or strong enough as, as South Africa that is going through power blackouts. They have one utility company. We have had discussions with them, just benchmarking for them also to see whether there's more efficiency when you have people focused on terms of less to get done. Any parting shot? What I can assure people, especially coming from inside, is that uh, whether issues of reliability, access are only going to improve more reliable electricity given both individuals, county governments, special economic zones, national government, are more options of attracting investors to undertake manufacturing, whether it's mining in areas. So I, I believe that we are a catalyst to economic development. A lot is happening, and I'm happy that we have the task force that is helping fast track some of the things that everybody has been speaking about. We are moving the system in a way that Kenyans will have more opportunities. Because any time people consume electricity, usually, uh, is some form of economic development or usage. I've seen a lot happen in the last 10 years. I look forward to even much better happening in the coming short time. So thank you so much. Thank you so much, Engineer Machivo, for your time. On the Power Dialogue podcast, we cover different issues every fortnight as we give the mic to various subject experts, trailblazers, and influencers in the energy sector to bring light to otherwise dark issues. If you found this episode insightful, let us know using the hashtag 
be power dialogue do share your questions and comments with us on social and search for the power dialogue wherever you get your podcasts till next time thanks for listening